This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMinn, along with me, Sherry Capilla. And you just gave your story in the last podcast, yes. so we appreciate it. If you haven't yes. heard that, uh, check that out. That's in another podcast. This one we are doing on dealing with emotions. And sometimes, I guess the reason that I wanted to talk to you about this, because yeah. I asked you to come in, and we always do two podcasts. Absolutely. So, oh, sorry, Sherry, you don't get to just do one and run. <laughs> You have to stay here for two. Exactly. It's just it's just a part of it. That's oh, my how pleasure. That, that's yeah. how we roll here. <laughs> no, I wanted to do one of emotions because I see a lot of people make emotional decisions rather than let's say think through it. I think sometimes those are bad decisions. I, I think agree. people get hurt, hurt themselves, hurt others because they're just like reacting yep. in an emotion in the second. So exactly. that's why I wanted to talk about it. Oh, such an important topic. Right. So here's one. Now, see what I do is I I didn't really like list out the emotions. So yeah. I go to Google and I put out their emotions. And then you see this, the seven fundamental emotions, the eight fundamental emotions, the 24 fundamental emotions, yeah. the 27 emotions. And you're like, okay, I guess there's not really a set list. So uh, this Pluchik guy, I guess he's a uh, famous eight primary emotions, mm -hmm. anger, fear, sadness, discuss, surprise, anticipation, trust, and joy. And he arranges them on a color wheel. I've seen it before actually, yeah. <clears throat> but I look at this list and I'm like, okay, well, fear, anger, mm -hmm. no, yeah, no doubt. Sadness, huge disgust. I, I guess I didn't really, I guess it is an emotion. Yeah. I'm disgusted. Absolutely. All right. Um, anticipation, not really big on my radar, to be honest with you. Like the emotion of anticipation, not really one I think about a lot. Yeah. But here's what's not on the list. I don't, I don't see hungry on there. Mm -mm. I, no, I'm just kidding. Boredom, <laughs> boredom. Boredom. I don't see that. I don't see hate. Yep. I don't see love yep. on this list. And Interesting. jealousy's not on the list. No, you're right. I said jealousy. Right. I mean, when I, if you asked me honestly to write down emotions, I'd be like, mm, love, anger, hate, jealousy. Yeah. Those are some of the first yeah. ones. I, I, happiness. I mean, I would just, those are the early ones. And Absolutely. Then, that's not even on the eight main ones. Well, like, how's that not? So I thought that was kind of weird, though. That is kind of interesting. So Maybe it's because we constantly are reading the Bible. And so we're thinking of the lessons that we have about jealousy and all of the things. And so we know, you know, what our, well, our emotions yeah. are. I mean, yeah. one of the Ten Commandments, don't envy. Exactly. Envy is exactly. right. Kiss Huge. your cousin of jealousy. Absolutely. So I look at that and say, well, yeah, I mean, that should be on there. I mean, Absolutely. look at what Solomon said. There are so many people to do things to keep up with their neighbor. It's yeah. out of envy of your neighbor yeah. that you're doing a lot of stuff. That was written... 2,000, 2,800, yeah. let's say roughly 3,000 years exactly. ago, not quite that long. Yeah. Written that, hey, people are doing a lot of stuff mm -hmm. out of envy for, because of their neighbor. Mm -hmm. I'm like, and we're not, we change, we haven't changed and we're not talking no. about that. So and in this day of social media, that's not on there. Yeah. I mean, come on. Absolutely. Yeah. Everyone's trying to like, exactly. I can't believe their family's so happy. That's because <laughs> you don't know what it took to get that picture. Exactly. You should have seen the outtakes. That's crazy. <laughs> exactly. Well, I know as a photographer, like, <laughs> oh yeah, I know how it is, what yeah. it takes to get everyone to smile, what it takes to get everyone <sighs> in one place. My brothers are even worse than my own kids. Trying to all get them to wow. stand still for one picture is really hard. Mm -hmm. So I know what it takes to get there. And then and all anyone sees is that 
one, one split second picture. where everyone's smiling. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Not the way my family was. They were all <laughs> arguing. Trust me. Every family's You're having right. some struggles somewhere. Exactly. I don't care how they portray it. You're anyway, right. favorite emotion. What is yours? Mine is joy. Okay. It's perpetual and unending. I mean, and it's not something I had. I used to seek happiness, but joy is different. It's a different level of contentness and like just through my faith. So I think it's a fruit of the spirit and it's, it's one that I preserve. I love it. I love it that you distinguish joy and happiness yeah. because I'm too simple-minded to do it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm more one just like, I'm such a guy. Yeah. You know, those, let's just make it easy. <laughs> I just really just want to be happy. And I'm not really yeah. distinguishing like the joy part yeah. of it. I just look at them as like happy slash yeah. joy. But don't you agree? There's yeah, a difference? I mean, sure, because I think that... You know, happiness can be short-lived. I think yeah. joy is probably something that's motoring through. Yeah. It's just like you said, it's a deeper sense of contentment. I agree. But I bunch it all together. Yeah. That's all and I'm see, saying. See, I break it all Because apart. I like my <laughs> saying is this, be happy, do good. Yeah. And I say it because of Ecclesiastes 3.12. Yes. Like a theme verse for my life, be happy, do good. Absolutely. Those are the two things you yeah. need to do. So I would say, I would say, yeah, happiness is probably like prime. And since I've been a teenager, since I was a teenager, yeah. I thought about this stuff. All I ever That's wanted to awesome. be was happy. Yeah. And when I thought about marriage coming up, I thought, Bill, all you want to be is happy. When Absolutely. I finally decided to marry Jerry and ask her to marry me, it was based on that. It's like, yeah. yeah, but you'll be happy with her because you agree on so many things. You like to do things yeah. together and so on and so forth. Absolutely. But I would have to say, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't throw love on there because yeah. love's top commandment. Absolutely. And so we're going to make sure that we're loving the Lord yeah. and we're loving other people. So yes. I would say that love needs to be there too. Yeah. Yeah, but joy to me is just deeper. It's more profound. It's more, it's life altering because right. you can even take an emotion being in a bad mood. And if at your core through the spirit, you just feel this eternal joy, right. it's almost like you are, you can't really be taken down. Are you saying it's easier to love people then? Yeah. Right. If you're joyful, it's easy, easier Absolutely. to love. But, but you can't like, to me... Like when you look at love, joy, peace, those are three. Mm -hmm. It's part of the same fruit. Absolutely. It's, it's like we're not replacing one. We're not saying, hey, focus on joy, forget love. Yeah. They're all, no, it's all what I find in life is they're all right there with you. Absolutely. It's like going through the woods. You have a lot of different kinds of trees. You yep. know what I mean? Like we go through the woods of life. It's not just the joy tree. And the, exactly. It's also there's joy and, and there's love and there's peace and there's all these other things. Now, psychology today said this, ever look back at a terrible decision you've made and wonder what was I thinking? Well, there's a, actually a chance you weren't thinking. Instead, you may have been acting on emotions, not logic. Whether it's dating an attractive person who treats you horribly Mm-hmm. So I think there definitely people do that. Yep. I wasted a lot of money on a bad investment. Your feelings can lead you astray if you're not careful. And yes. the more intense the emotions, the more your judgment may be clouded. So true. I mean, I agree with that, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't see how you can't not agree. And then they say emotions certainly play an important role in your decision-making process. Anxiety, for example, can keep you from making a poor choice. Absolutely. And boredom can ignite a spark that leads you to follow your passion. Mm -hmm. Uh, to make balanced choices, acknowledge your emotions, pay attention to the way you're feeling, recognize how those emotions may distort your thinking and influence your behavior, raise your logic, and decrease your emotional act reactivity yep. by listing the pros and cons of any tough decisions. Yeah. Seeing the facts on paper can help you think rationally about your options and prevent emotions from getting the best of you. They do. Right? Yes. So I think sometimes, yeah, we're not thinking logically. We don't, especially when we're so used to being led by our emotions, right. allowing our feelings to be the one in the driver's seat, right. as opposed to, you know, trusting at our core what we know we should do. Right. All right. An example of an emotional decision. 
Well, I see them on the daily, you know, when it comes to emotionally eating (laughs) with all of my clients Um, and emotional just shopping, right? you know, thinking that you need something when you probably don't need it. You just want it, not discerning the difference. Right. I mean, you know, there's so many emotional decisions that you could go through and throughout the course of the day, but not realizing how much your emotions are just there and gone. Right. So, yeah, you might make an emotional choice. I feel like I want something. Yes. I feel like I need that yes, sweater. Exactly. I, you know what? I could always use another pair of socks. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, I've never I said that, but maybe like, another pair of shoes. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no, I'm a guy. I'm yeah. simple. I have hiking shoes. I have running shoes. Yeah, exactly. And a couple pair of shoes to wear if I have to wear a suit. Yeah. See, I have running heels. I wear hiking shoes every day of my life. Oh, man. I wear them hiking on the trail. I'll wear the same shoes in here. And then on Sunday morning, I wear Chuck Berry's. This is it. Yeah. Like, this is my life. And then I wear water hiking shoes in the summertime. I, I don't know. I'm, this, it's a guy I thing. don't even know what these would look like. I wouldn't it's, even. It's a guy thing. It is. That's okay. You can have it. I have no. running heels. I have downtown going into Cleveland for, you know, a nice lunch and outing at, you know, any of the restaurants. But I could never tell you what, you know, the hiking thing would be about. We'll have to go on a hike. You we'll and your family will have to do a hike. We'll do a hike. We'll do a hike together. And I'll, and I'll show have you to go shopping di- for dynamic, shoes beforehand. Dynamic <laughs> places. Yeah, you better have something a little waterproof, some good yeah, traction. Exactly. You slip all over the place. No, my exactly. wife, a lot of times, like if we go hiking, I'll see like three or four pairs of shoes in the truck. And I'm like, I'm wearing yeah. muck boots and have my hiking shoes. Like, why do we need so many shoes? My daughter's the same way. Yeah. Other people hike when they're like, anytime you're with Bill, yeah. you better bring a lot of different kinds of footwear because you yes. never know where Bill's going to take you. Well, then you guys go out to lunch after and Jerry needs the right shoes to go into the restaurant. Yeah, I know. I always have. I'm wearing right now. I'm wearing hiking <laughs> shoes right now. I, I wear them all the time. So That's I would wear awesome. these to a restaurant. Yeah. I would wear these if I went out see, to dinner. those are totally wear... acceptable. I know yeah. everybody can't see them, but those I would have never thought were hiking shoes. Yeah, and I wear wool socks. That's well, there it. you go. So wool socks and hiking shoes. And yeah. I'm just happy as, as can be. But I think <clears throat> sometimes people with emotional decisions like quitting. Yes. Like quitting a job. Or quitting a ministry. You know, you get mad, you get, you know, discouraged, I think should be an emotion, right? I, I mean, agree. The discouragement. I agree. Uh, because that would fall right in with sadness. I agree. And sometimes when you get that weary, you just, you're not thinking clearly. Not. I've told people before, <clears throat> and they're making like life altering decisions right now. Mm. And I'll tell them, you are not in a place right yeah. now to be making life altering decisions. You're too tired. You're yes. too weary. You need to get some rest. Yep. You need to forestall making this decision. Yep. And I've seen those same people ignore all the counsel that I gave them. Go and make the emotional decision. Mm-hmm. Go out on some long quest. Next thing I know, it's 10 they years later, it. they're divorced. They're, oh, you know, so many bad things have happened. Yeah. And I'm like, I told you before, you're in a yeah. good spot. You should have just stayed put. And here's what the thing about feelings I really think that when we're dealing with something and we have an emotion and we're feeling something, it's difficult when you trust that feeling and act in it. And we should never trust our feelings. We should just, I don't want to say never trust our feelings, but make a decision based on our feelings. A feeling is to be felt. It's not necessarily a, a map to be followed. All right. So what I like to teach a lot of you know people that I work with is when you have a feeling and it's counter to what you know you should be doing, you faith it until you feel like it. You pray and you obey and you ask right. God, what is the right thing in this moment? And right now in this moment, it might be, wait, don't do anything. Right. Or maybe you're not hearing God correctly. So recognize that our feelings are too subjective to our environments, our circumstances, even to just a thought. I think they're off at times. It's, this is what I've always said. People will say, follow your heart. I said, okay, but your heart's a broken compass. Mm-hmm. 
if you're going to seriously talk about following your heart, which the Bible describes as desperately wicked. Yes, it we is. We have bad motives in yes, our heart at a times. a lot of times. We get anger in our heart, yep. sometimes bitterness in our heart. Yep. And that's where we're using to make a decision. And like you said, not saying it's always off. Sometimes yes. your heart's saying, help that yeah. little the little old lady who just got a flat tire and I'm going to stop her. and help Absolutely. her. And your heart led you there and that was yeah. a good spot. I'm not saying it's always bad. I'm just saying... I can't rely on it for every single decision. Uh, these are some that were mentioned in an article I read. Um, excitement. If you're too excited about something, mm -hmm. like you said, you haven't, you feel real excited about an opportunity, so you're going to jump, even though maybe you don't have the time. Yeah. You can't really commit to it. Yeah. It's not going to be something that's really good for you long term, Absolutely. but you're just so excited about it because it's a new thing. So yeah. you blaze away and jump at it. Maybe that's not your best decision, yeah. right? No, you, and let's face it. I mean, this came from a psychology we're looking at something even just from the world and the psychology component of it. I feel bad for people who rely on psychology instead of relying on God. Because right. how many times have you or somebody else, you know, made a decision based on the excitement like you're sharing, and the reality is, is they go forward and had they consulted God, they could have avoided that. Right, absolutely. No, I think in what they're saying, even in the secular writing is they're recognizing the same things that we Christians have known all along. Mm, yes. And that's what it's interesting to me yeah. is when you see in the world, they're recognizing all along. Like yes. even those people who are seeking the false gods that we talked about last segment and they're trying to manifest stuff, they're, they're trying to positive yeah. thing. They realize, even if they're looking to the stars, that they need something outside themselves. Yes. At least they're recognizing that. I've seen people who describe themselves as non-religious. They'll say amen. And I'm like, do you understand? You just use the religious yeah. term. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do you understand? Like that's a Bible yeah. term that you just pitched to me, but they don't always understand it. But they will, people will understand, but I know there's something outside of myself I need. We recognize yep. that that's God. Yep. Sometimes you see the world catching up on some of these things. Mm. Um, anxiety uh, can definitely spill into areas. Mm -hmm. Anger is one where definitely I've seen people make decisions in it's anger. It talks about it in the Bible all over the place. Absolutely. You need to be careful. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Another one is even just rejection. You know, right. I mean, I see that a lot of times on social media. You know, it's one of those things where is it a people, feeling of rejection? Yeah, I've felt rejection before. Like if you can, you can project rejection. I mean, now we're getting into it, right? Because you can think that by way of other people having gone out, you know, maybe they all went out to dinner for somebody's birthday and posted a picture, and because you weren't invited, therefore you feel rejected. You know, like you feel omitted. I definitely see that. Okay. And that no, could be... I, listen to me. I'm thinking, I'm processing what you're saying. Yeah. I do not at all disagree with what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I agree with it 100%. Yeah. One of the reasons why maybe it would be wise on our part not to be looking so much at social media. Yes. And not being paying attention. I'm not a big... I put stuff on Facebook. I do not look at Facebook a lot yeah. at this point in my life. Yeah. I don't need to know whatever. Sometimes it's better if you don't know those mm -hmm. things. It's better if disagree. you don't have. And I think that our lives are lived so much in the presence yeah. of other people today with our kids. Like you said, you know, if they're in Solomon's day, people felt like <sighs> they needed to keep up with the neighbors. Social media has made it yeah. 10,000 times worse yeah. because you see what everyone has and oh, wow, look at that. Look at this. Sure. Look at th it's not just driving around and seeing somebody has a nice garden and realizing I need to step it up or yeah. man, their lawn's so neat. I need to step it up. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's it now it's like social things. media that we see. And I think sometimes it's too much information. Yeah. 
There's what is it that I said? The idol test, you know, it gives you what you want, not what you need. And for right. a lot of times, a lot of people go to it to just numb out because maybe they're feeling one of these emotions, right. stressed, anxiety, all, and, and doing wow. this, you know, they're able to just zone out. Yeah. That's a big um, thing. Well, you meant, you just threw the word anxiety. I think anxiety is absolutely enormous. I would throw anger in there mm-hmm. as one of the huge things that mm-hmm. I've had people talk to me about. Yeah. I know it's a problem. It says in the Bible, fools give full vent to the rage. Mm-hmm. The wise bring calm in the end. Uh, in your anger, says in Ephesians 4, 26, do not sin. Don't yep. let the sun go down while you're still angry. Yeah. Don't give the devil a foothold, right? Yeah. We know that anger can be a problem. We know that it's not wrong to be no, angry about injustice. Angry. It's not wrong to yep. be angry if the kids yeah. are disobeying. Yeah. It's how you respond to it. You it can't is. allow the emotion to be the driving force in, in the decision that you All of these emotions, though, Pastor Bill, you right. know, it's just like anger. You know, it, it's nothing wrong with feeling anger. Right. It's just how we act. The same with anxiety. The same right. with, you know, jealousy or whatever it is. I find that you, self-control is part of the fruit of the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. Okay. I have a responsibility to be self-controlled in my words. And in my anger, when my children were little, I honestly felt that one of the most important things that I could teach them was controlling when they wanted to cry for no reason, they wanted to throw a temper tantrum for no reason, Mm -hmm. was to teach them to control it. Because self-control to me is one of the most important of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You see it in weight loss. It's all about self-control. You see it with sexual sins. It's all about self-control. Spending money. It's all about self-control. If you do not know how to tell yourself, no, we are told in the Bible to pick up your cross every day and follow me. That's what Jesus Christ, deny yourself daily, pick up your cross and follow me. If we do not know how and learn how to deny ourselves, we're going to be in huge problems. And that's part of what God brings to our lives, part of what the Holy Spirit. Now, that's anger. You mentioned anxiety. I think we could probably come back another day, do a whole podcast on that. Easily, Anxiety is a huge, big issue in this world today where we know we're told to not worry about things, pray about it instead, right? So that's the answer on that. And I also think that one of the emotional decisions that we see people make is that they feel an attraction to the opposite sex. Men and women, their relationships tend to go physical. This is reality. In other words, once you have the emotional, if you build an emotional bridge, not that you're going to do that, yeah. but you can build that bridge. And so I like what Gary Chapman said. He was here. He did a conference at our church. Yeah. He said, hey, if you're at the office and there's the office cutie, whatever, yeah. and you're a guy and you feel the whatever tinglies, or if you're a girl and you see yeah, the, the guy at the office and you feel the whatever, you kind of feel like a little twinge in your heart. Yep. He says, stay away from him until it Couldn't goes away. More. Because you can't be making those those decisions. I remember I read in Men's Health, I used to get it a long time ago, and they can be super secular, secular and disgusting. Oh, easily. They had a lot of good articles too. And they would talk, they talked about, just remember when you leave your wife or that person that you fell for at work, there's a 75% chance that relationship will end in divorce. If you marry that person or it's just going to end anyway. And so many people wish they would have never left their spouse in the first place, but they got caught up in the emotion of it. Yep. They built that emotional bridge. Yep. You are not thinking clearly mm-hmm. at this point. These are facts that I have seen Sherry over and over again I in my life. I can easily imagine. You yep. cannot think clearly. And because of that, you start so making scary. bad decisions. You can't build a bridge. I've always looked at it this way. Between me and every other female, there's a river between me and them. Absolutely. I can't even get near them unless I build that bridge. Absolutely. If I'm not building a bridge, I have nothing to worry about. And I think right? a lot of people, you know, here's the thing about, you know, what you're talking about. Second Timothy 2.22, we chatted about this briefly earlier. 
there isn't, whenever you feel that temptation, it's courageous of you to just run from it and to recognize that when that temptation is there, you need to run from it. You need to avoid that person. You need to go a different, whatever it is. It doesn't, any area of your life, just because you have the emotion doesn't mean you live and move forward into it. No, I would agree 100%. So when I look at these kind of emotional decisions that have been made, sometimes I'm the one helping people pick up the pieces of these decisions that are made. I'm seeing the consequences of it. And even discouragement is one where people start moping around, they get discouraged and they, and when you get discouraged, you suck in every stinking dang negative thing. People say, (laughs) you don't even hear the good voice. I just preached about it on Sunday. Had a young man, he writes to me, he said, you're absolutely right. I was listening to, instead of listening to all the positive voices in my life, I was listening to the negative voice. I have now put that negative voice away. I'm not even listening to that. I'm going to be listening to the other things. But when you're discouraged, you, I'm telling you, I think people like having pity parties. I, I've seen it. They do. Right. Those are real parties and people attend. And people yes. attend. And usually you're the guest of honor when exactly. it's your pity party. Exactly. And and I have a right to be upset. And then you start saying, and, 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 and when yeah. you're discouraged and you're angry, you build cases. Yep. Anything goes in the stew at this yes, point. This is what I say. Right. Like when you have a bitter stew, once you decide you're like, if I decide Mark's producing our show that yeah. I'm mad at Mark, I'm going to start now. He's on my radar. I'm going to start nitpicking everything. Everything's in the stew now. It doesn't even matter if it belongs in the stew. Yeah. It's also, I'll find anything. You will. At this Collect point, evidence. because you'll, if you yep. want to build a case against somebody, yep. you're going to do it. And what, why did you start doing that? Anger. Yep. Discouragement. Yeah whatever weariness yeah you got some kind of emotional issue in your own life yep. but oh no it's not your problem it's somebody else's problem right it's <laughs> somebody else's it. problem not <laughs> our problem so i think that that's where we have to evaluate our emotions and that's I, all we're saying just don't jump at emotional decisions right. think they're through too it. subjective right. and you know i mean i know a lot of people don't like to talk about this but i also feel that this is how i recognize the enemy's footprint in my life. Right. When I get discouraged, I know that those are, you know, contrary to the fruit of this. Like I don't normally feel discouraged, but when it comes, I'll ask myself, I do a John 10, 10 test. Right. Is this coming to kill, steal and destroy right now? Right. And if I, then I can recognize I might need to pray. I might be in a situation right now where I'm believing my feelings, trusting them instead of trusting God's word. Right. And I apply it to every single area of my life. Well, when you have a lot of emotions running amok in your life, the forces of evil will smell it out like a vulture mm-hmm. smells roadkill. Okay. They're coming for it. You're right. And they're going to capitalize Absolutely. on it. And they're going to make a mountain out of a molehill. Yes. They're going to stir you up and you're going to find yourself driving down the road and you're going to be thinking about it. Yeah. And you get up in the morning, you think about it, you go to bed and you think about it, you Absolutely. wake up in the middle of the night and you think about it and you're stirring a suit. Who's stirring that pot? The enemy is totally... Right. Completely. Be careful. That's yep. all we're saying today. Just be careful and be aware of it. I think emotions are an important part of our life. Yep. Emotions, honestly, Sherry, are a wonderful part of our lives. Amazing. Love, joy, joy all these things. Patience, they're a great care. part. All of it. That's how we connect yeah. with God. God's an emotional being yeah. too. We connect with God via Absolutely. our emotions and our spirit. However, like anything good, there can be a bad negative side to some of these things Absolutely as well. Right. And we need to be cautious. We appreciate you tuning in today and listening to the Way to Go podcast. Feel free to share it. Feel free to follow our church page, Eagleville Bible Church. We'd love for you to subscribe. That would be awesome too. But you all have a blessing and an awesome week.